Wildling Press presents How Do I Book? Welcome to How Do I Book by Wildling Press. We like to chat about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and of course, book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. I'm Grace. I'm Christina. And I'm Mike. And today, we are going to talk about the difference between science fantasy... Nope. Crushed it. I... (laughs) crushed it (laughs) there is a science fantasy genre just to make everyone super confused oh god um but that's not what we're talking about today we're talking about the difference between science fiction and fantasy yes these are my two favorite genres honestly when i was doing the research for this blog post slash podcast app By the end of it, I was like, nothing matters. What is genre? Like, (laughs) Yes, (laughs) that's exactly right. (laughs) But not to start the episode that way. Wow, it does matter. And we're excited to talk about it. So these two genres, science fiction and fantasy, are grouped together all the time. People are like, oh, like SFF. That's my favorite. Exactly like you just did, Christina. SFF, science fiction, fantasy, just for anyone who needs a translation. Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, yes, Mike. There you go. Yes, thank you. Yeah, so the genres, they overlap in a lot of ways, but they're also distinct in many ways. So we're just going to talk about that and why you should care about the differences when it comes to actually like categorizing your book and describing your book to an audience or a publisher, etc. So do either of you want to just talk about your favorite science fiction or fantasy books? Yes. Christina's like, yes. <laughs> yes, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got? And I'm not going to separate them because, like, there's overlap. And I'm like, yeah. you could make an argument for a lot of these for both. I love science fiction and fantasy. I love them so much. I think they're the most creative genres. You can do so much. Dune started my science fiction passion, and uh, that's Frank Herbert's Dune. And Harry Potter obviously started my fantasy passion, which I think it did for a lot of people in our generation. But don't worry, I've transcended. I read much cooler fantasy now. Nice. But like, yeah, Dune for science fiction is like, it changed the way I read science fiction. It's kind of like established my expectations for the genre when I read it for the first time. And then I also am a huge fan of young adult dystopia science fiction like yeah there's a lot of bad writing in that genre but the good writing is so cool like it's so there's just so much room for creativity like you can do anything in science fiction and fantasy it's true just to get some definitions down for everybody science fiction normally explores how science might impact a society or individuals and it oftentimes takes place in the future so It's sort of dealing with a world that doesn't exist but could exist with technological advancement and that kind of thing. And then fantasy often has to do with like the supernatural or magical, and they're usually set in worlds that are not like our own or that don't exist at all. So can I – I've always heard that the difference between science fiction and fantasy is not that in one you have – 
coin and in, in the other one you have like credits or whatever but that yeah. in science fiction magic is science and then in fantasy magic is magic that's the uh, the main differentiator yeah. that i've heard yeah i like that there's like a thousand and i think toward the end of the episode today we're gonna just uh read out some of those memes that have been going around yes. about the difference between science fiction and fantasy i love those because i feel like putting it so simply and succinctly like that is super helpful because it does get really murky and confusing at times. Most definitely with something like that, because I'm pretty like green when it comes to sci-fi and fantasy. You know, I really don't read a whole lot of those genres. I'm a lot more like suspense, thriller, mystery. You know, anything for me that's been fantasy or sci-fi have been things that y'all have introduced to me since we've met. I'm so sorry for all the fairy smut that we've recommended to you. <laughs> oh, I've, I've loved it. It's been, so much, it's been so much fun. But yeah, so definitely there's not a whole lot of input I'd have put in like a favorite book or not. But yeah. uh, what I've been recommended so far, I've I've enjoyed, but I still, you know, am very green to understanding the difference between the two. Me too. It's <laughs> hard. Kidding. Yeah, like it's hard. <laughs> it's the kind of thing where it's like, based on what definition you're using, you could make the argument for a lot of different things to be different genres. Like a lot of people maintain that Star Wars is fantasy, not science fiction, um, yeah. despite gestures vaguely at Star Wars. Yeah. The whole space opera setting. Yeah, exactly. And same thing with Dune. A lot of people say that Dune is fantasy um, over science fiction. I know. It's funny because I was trying to come up with examples of each one. And then I kept coming across articles that were like, well, it's actually this. It's actually <laughs> this. And I'm like, what the heck? What are we doing? So like, quick question about one. Ready yes. Player One. Would that be sci-fi or fantasy or sci-fi fantasy? Have you read it, Grace? I haven't read it. Okay, so I'll answer. I think that one is strong science fiction because okay. it's like, at least in that book specifically, like the technology is within our grasp right now. It doesn't exist the way it does in the novel, but like you can envision it happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. It's not that's far a, off. That's one I've read. Thoroughly oh, enjoyed yeah. it. Hell yeah. I love that book. Oh, yeah. That was probably upon Christina's recommendation. Yes, it was. I was like, oh my god, the 80s? You're gonna love this. <laughs> and I loved every second of it. So science fiction and fantasy both have a, a bunch of like super cool subgenres. Y'all can shout out any of your favorites, but sci-fi has cyberpunk. Wait, can we like list some examples to help people envision these subgenres? Yeah, I might have to Google quickly, but <laughs> okay. So, like for for cyberpunk, I'm thinking like Blade Runner. Okay, is like a yeah. good example of cyberpunk. I think. Uh, what about like a like steampunk? Because I ha I don't think I've ever read any steampunk. Maybe I have. Uh, steampunk is like sci-fi fantasy. It's like alternate history almost. Because it's like, what if this was the last technology we developed? Oh, was like yeah, steam like power, like the time machine. Yeah, steampunk. Yeah, I think it like can be. Is it steampunk? Okay. Oh my god! Wait, we, we have maybe we'll do a, a separate episode about steampunk. And we'll do <laughs> we'll do some we research just, about that. We need to learn more. Steampunk more than anything is a vibe. You know what I mean? It's is he a wearing a top hat? Is he wearing those <laughs> funny glasses? The goggle things? Does he walk with a cane? Does she have gears on her purse for no reason? Like, what okay. are we doing? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah so other subgenres those were like the coolest ones i think well you said space opera also on this list which oh yes we mentioned like i think star wars and dune both fall into th those yeah it's like these big epic space epic, stories dramatic 
space like, wars like planetary level you don't go yeah. in you don't zoom in closer than that you know it's like very right. big yeah very big and then you also listed military which i'm only thinking about the old guard starring Charlize theron which is like an amazing <laughs> movie oh my gosh i wanted to see that it's I really fun to watch that. I'll mm, okay, I'll watch cool. Charlie's do anything. Same. I watched Aeon. <laughs> I watched Aeon Flux for the first time last week. Okay. Which is also Charlie's just doing gymnastics in the future. That's pretty much all the cartoon was too. You watched the cartoon? Yeah, I was the '90s kid. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Amazing. I'm seeing also Ender's Game as an example of military. Science oh yeah, fiction. that makes sense. Again, yeah. I think maybe more of a vibe than anything else. Yeah, all these are... We're just here for the vibes, We're just okay? here for the vibes, yeah. So, fantasy subgenre examples. We've got epic. We've got paranormal. We've got urban. Magical realism. Classic. So, epic fantasy, I guess, is like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's not like, what you're doing is so epic, dude. It's like there's this <laughs> really grand story at play. Yeah, I would say it's like the space opera equivalent. Yeah, it's like that we're talking about like the whole world. Like Game of Thrones, I think, is epic fantasy. We're talking about like a whole world here, like the politics and stuff. Yeah, and then urban. We're just in the city, mate, you know? Yeah, like it's like contemporary. It's like when, you're, when your cool, sexy neighbor has is like a witch. <laughs> yeah. Like that's urban fantasy. <laughs> I'm editing a yeah. book right now about a cool, sexy girl who's a, who's a witch, so... It's on my mind. <laughs> Love that. And then magical realism. I feel like this oh, is a bit of a we can't with magical topic. <laughs> we have to do a separate episode. What oh is God. it? What is magical realism? There are a lot of opinions about this. And is it fantasy? <laughs> you know? I don't know. Yeah. It, and like, I think that there are some books. Like, my favorite book of all time is The Dove Keepers by Alice Hoffman. Grace, have you read it? I haven't somehow. Did I gift it to you yet? No, not yet. Well, that yet. is I my fault because I, 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 one by one, I gift that book to all my gal pals because it's a women's story. So I, you right. know. So just, just you wait. Your birthday's coming around the corner. Yeah. But in the Dove Keepers, it's like a historical fiction. It's about the Roman sacking of Masada in, um, in Israel. And most of the story is completely normal things that could totally happen. It's about a character doing her thing, running from the Romans getting pregnant, doing cool stuff. But then there's like a couple moments, like brief moments of magical realism where it's like, there's a lion and I talked to, like I touched him or like whatever, you know? And it's like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't think that happened, but that doesn't make this like a fantasy novel. You know what I mean? So magical realism is a funny one. One of them that I guess would fall under that, correct me if I'm wrong, but that we've all read and I think we all loved was The Starless Sea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I a moment that. of silence for the Starless Sea. <laughs> That's two episodes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, watch us do an entire episode about the Starless Sea. I think we should. I think we should, too. That would be, like, really fun to do when it's cold outside and we can all just be wearing sweaters oh. and, like, drinking warm drinks and talking about that book. Okay, that sounds amazing. Catch us next season. <laughs> Any other notable fantasy subgenres that we didn't mention yet? Well, is paranormal fantasy like it's got ghosts in it? Probably. Okay. I guess I just don't read a ton of that. But if it if it has a ghost in it, that doesn't 
necessarily make it paranormal fantasy a la Aragorn's ghost army in Lord of the Rings. So true. So paranormal fantasy is like a ghost starring Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg situation. (laughs) I'm looking um, for an example. I'm seeing the only book I sort of recognize on this list is A Court of Thorn and Roses by Sarah J. Moss. And I think that a lot of people would have. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think any of us have read those as wildly popular as they are. Also, Twilight. Oh, so it doesn't have to be ghosts. It's just it like doesn't other have to be ghosts, creatures. Just like, uh, yeah, that that aren't aliens. Say it. Say it. <laughs> Vamp- vampire. <laughs> I really think that, like, you and me, Grace, and you too, Mike, but me and Grace are editors. Like, I, I think that we all have a good grasp of genre. I think when we're looking at a manuscript, it's way easier to be like, oh, that's this genre than it is to do like the vice versa. Like, what is magical realism? Yeah, it's (laughs) It's, true. It's so much easier to read something and be like, that's magical realism right there. Yeah. So something that I think sometimes folks will do to differentiate between science fiction and fantasy is they'll say science fiction is like logic based and it makes sense and it's like you know you can grasp it but fantasy is just magical nonsense and there's there are no rules and it's just magic and that i think is a misstep because both genres are genres where you where you're doing a lot of world building and just because one is fantasy doesn't mean that the rules go out the window That's totally true. Well, and that's where you get into the difference between hard science fiction and soft science fiction and hard fantasy and soft fantasy. Yeah. Do we want to talk about that a little bit? We can definitely talk about that a little bit. I think soft fantasy is like Harry Potter. And like, I'm so sorry to keep bringing up Harry Potter, but it is a a cultural touchstone. I think we all get the references. Yeah. Harry Potter is like, I don't know, magic. It's like, why can't Voldemort touch Harry. I don't know, man. Love magic. What do you want from me? It's like, how does he get out of this one against all odds? I don't know, dude. Magic. It's like, he could just do that? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I guess he could just... (laughs) It's like the Priori and Cantatum thing. It's like, I don't know. Wands just do that. Magic. And it's like, there's no precedent for this. So the flip side of that is that hard fantasy is like a fantasy system that has very strict rules. In order to perform this magic, you need like X, Y, Z. And like I'm making, I am writing the rules of this magic. Yeah. And in science fiction, hard science fiction is when it's like there's math to support. Like I am a physicist and there is math to support the stuff I invented for my book. But like soft science fiction is like. Uh, you know, they did some jiggly wiggly math. Like, Doctor Who is like, you know, wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. <laughs> Hard sci-fi is like, you can check my work, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, And it's gonna make Oh, sense. like um, Project Hail Mary. Do you remember oh, reading that, Grace? I loved that And book. like, the narrator, every like 10 pages, he would be like, stop. It's time for math. And then he'd do a little <laughs> dance, and the main character would be like, I'm gonna do my math. And then they would. They would spell out all the math. They and would I'm like, do it. I'm not good at math, but I believe you. Exactly. Believe you. And that goes to show how good that book is, because normally, I don't love math like that. No! So. God, no! We're writers! <laughs> so very good. Yeah, and I think sometimes, if you're reading a book that's like, soft fantasy, and like, the magic system is a little wishy-washy, it can take you out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. At least for me, I'm just kind of like, well, uh, why? Like, you can't just say, well, magic, and expect me to just go along with you. Right. I don't know. 
Um, Harry uh, Potter. Um, I'm still, yeah. I'm still mad about the love magic thing. He I can't know. touch you because you're, you're, because your mother died to protect you. Like, has nobody's mother ever died to protect them in the history of wizards? Like, what is going on here? I agree. Anyway, but we don't need to talk about my opinion on everything. <laughs> okay, so let's just get into like some common characteristics of each genre to just orient ourselves a little bit more. So if you're looking at a sci-fi book, you're probably going to see things like time travel or space travel. It's going to be like a dystopian or a utopian setting. You might have aliens as characters or super intelligent computers or robots, um, etc. If you're looking at a fantasy book, you're going to probably have a character who might be described as the chosen one or a reluctant hero or the old mentor who probably has a beard uh, you're going to see tropes like good versus evil and like, you know, there's going to be an adventure. I guess there's an adventure either way. So you can see why people say Star Wars is fantasy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what you're describing here for the most part is Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey, which we will have a separate episode about that in the future, spelling out all of The Hero's Journey, because it's like something important to have in your back pocket, especially if you're writing science fiction and fantasy. But I think fantasy is the genre that most often does that pattern of the hero's journey. So this yeah. makes sense that there are uh, elements that you would connect with fantasy more than anything else. Yeah, for sure. So why should you care about any of this? Well, the answer is you're going to want to know the kind of elements that make up the genre you're writing in. So you don't want to like mix stuff up too much and confuse your reader. So it's important to read in the genre you want to be writing in. No, please. And read. So read in that genre. Make sure you know the touchstones, even if they aren't like the best books anymore. But, you know, just so you have that knowledge going in. Right. So that you can just make sure that what you're writing makes sense for the world that you're creating. Right. And it's also important to make sure that when you, it comes time to get your book out into the world and you're querying publishers, that you're able to put your book into a genre. It's it just, I mean, at the end of the day, a genre is just a category. And publishers love to categorize books. They have to. It's for their own good. <laughs> there are just so many books out there that starting with a book genre, that might even be the first question that that you have to answer before even like the title of your book is like, what is your book genre? Right. So just going into that and like knowing exactly what your book is doing and the purpose of it and being able to ultimately sum it up really succinctly is going to be really helpful to you as you're talking with publishers about your book and then later talking to readers about your book. Yeah. I want to go back real quick to what you said earlier, Grace, about it's important to like understand the characteristics of each genre so that you can write a world that makes sense to your readers, you know, a world that you can explain. Yeah. And you also mentioned that you have to read in your genre. You just have to, to understand the conventions of the genre. And I've run into this before, just like throughout my work in publishing, where I will receive a fantasy book manuscript, and it is 
really right away really clear to me that the author doesn't read fantasy because I think people who don't read fantasy think that fantasy is like nonsense chaos all the time. Yeah. But but it's not. Fantasy is like a really solid story with like magic in it. You know, you don't get to like be cuckoo bananas in your story because you're like, oh, it's fantasy. There's some absurdism fantasy in science fiction, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is like a good example of that. But like, you can't just be trying to take yourself seriously and then be like it was all bonkers you'll never follow it <laughs> like yeah and that and there's a difference between that and like soft fantasy right exactly and the bottom line is you want no matter what genre is you need your story to be good and compelling <laughs> right exactly and then you your genre is the way that the world is like around that yeah mike yeah. Since you're going into this with, you know, not really knowing a ton about sci-fi and fantasy, do you have any questions for us? Because I'm not even sure we answered the question. <laughs> no, I, I'll tell you answer the question. I've been pretty quiet this podcast. I've been a lot of head nodding going, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I almost felt, you know, a listener this go around, but it was like, you know, a lot of information taken, like very informative. And as y'all were talking more about the difference with the genres, I realized that I've actually read a lot more sci-fi than I've, you know, Aww. acknowledged. Yes. And especially because, you know, I've read a lot of Stephen King and I don't take into account that I'm reading Stephen King because he's, you know, king of horror. Oh, that, true. Oh, and 11-22-63, it's time travel. Oh, yeah. You know, so and, and many of the other books, there's mind control and telepathy and telekinesis. Hello, Carrie. Yes, yes, so there's so so much sci fi that I've actually like read that I didn't realize because I, in my mind, when you say sci fi and fantasy, I put it all together and I just was thinking of the magical realism or Mm, the, mm -hmm. you know, the books of fairies and things like that that y'all have shared with me and that I've read that I've really enjoyed, but it's just, I didn't realize that I'm actually no more of these books than that's great. I let on in the beginning, so that's pretty awesome. We like something today, yes, you did. Um, Grace, yeah. do you want to read some tweets? Oh my gosh, yes, I almost forgot. Okay, so the one I mentioned earlier, this was tweeted by at DC Roads on Twitter. Let me clear it up for you. Sci-fi is when your currency is called credits, and fantasy is when it's called coin. I think that is classic. Classic. Okay, let me see. Don't read the next one. No, I will to, not. We don't get I was to read the immediately next one. like, nope. <laughs> uh, just so everyone knows, we're reading the Book Riot Sci-Fi and Fantasy Differences article. Yeah, we'll link this in the show description. Okay. Fantasy is when the wise, long-lived species has pointed ears. Sci-fi is when the wise, long-lived species has pointed ears. <laughs> <laughs> Hope that clears it up. I hope everyone's less well, confused. And now. it has a picture of Elrond from Lord of the Rings, and then it has a picture of Spock from um, Star Trek, and they both have similar ears. Mike, do you want to read the next one? Maybe like uh, slightly filtered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, I when Grace first started reading the last one, I was like, oh, oh, she's going for this one. Too spicy. Oh, how do I edit this? Say boink. Say boink. I don't say bleep. <laughs> you can say bleep. <laughs> Fantasy is when you boink elves. Sci-fi is when you boink aliens. It's so much funnier when you say boink. (laughs) It's true. Okay, wait, hold on. This is kind of similar to what you were saying earlier, Christina. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. 
Fantasy is when the technology the characters use is magic, and sci-fi is when the magic the characters use is technology. Yep, like a lightsaber. Yes. Um, that was by at LLL of the Rings, and the blinking one um, is by at Nora Reed. Um, oh, and also the pointy ears one is about um, <laughs> at Captain Revo. I'm just trying to give credit where credit is Yeah, due. no, for Absolutely. sure. Yeah, some of these are, like, rude in a way that it would not be... It, they're funny, but it's like, I'm not the one to deliver that joke. There's funny ones where it's like, sci-fi is when you have Tessa Thompson, and fantasy is when you have Tessa Thompson, and it's like Tessa Thompson in two different movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is at Carly Lane. Fantasy is when there's an entire chapter dedicated to describing food. Sci-fi is when there's an entire chapter dedicated to describing transportation. I think that one is spot on. That is so true. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let me clear it up for you. Sci-fi is when you have a sword made of light because the author believes that's possible. And fantasy is when you have a sword made of light because the author believes that's impossible. <laughs> Perfect. Hope this helps. That's from Joe Sondo. This one's by Ad Zidari. Fantasy is when it's filmed in a forest on the outskirts of Vancouver. Sci-fi is when it's filmed in a rock quarry on the outskirts of Vancouver. <laughs> and oh I God. just am only thinking about Twilight right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's probably enough, right? I guess. I just love reading these. They're so funny. They're so good. <laughs> and that's how you book. This episode was written and edited by Grace Ball. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Our theme music was produced by Jason Hilton. Please check out the show notes for a link to the accompanying blog post and visit us online at Wildling Press on socials or at wildlingpress.com. <laughs>